Disclaimer. What you are about to hear is a lot of gibberish, wrong information, and off-topic ranting. You have been warned. Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to beat Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Lilo DiCaprio can play the villa Michael B. Jordan to date Mrs. Star Earl Jake Jilly lose the smoke to Shisha We about to talk about Bushy Pictures Welcome to the show Your favorite actor Why sound weird? My favorite actor, our, our favorite, favorite actor. actor? <laughs> I don't know what I was just. I'm doing. gonna attempt to do it one of these days when I when I don't talk in the middle of the intro. I was zoned out, but anywho, you already know what this means. This is another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it, the podcast where we're supposed to talk about movies, but get off subject and get to talking about something else. But you can almost guarantee that we might maybe mention the individuals who make up the name of this here. John, you already know who it is. It's your boy, Leo Archibald, a.k.a. Young Denzel, a.k.a. O'Shea Bretz in the third, a.k.a. Slim Nitty, a.k.a. Slim Pickens, a.k.a. Baby Nate, a.k.a. Robert Balmain Jr., Young Caesar Christ, Nady Crosby, Nady Wise, who else I is? You ain't Maybe fresh as I miss. Belly rolling. Uh, Nate, you wine. Uh, um, who else I is? Uh, I'm the uh, Natesman. Oh, and my gosh. Leo B. Gyllenhaal on iTunes, SoundCloud, and all them other stuff at the great musical. It's Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. K. Pennysworth, a.k.a. Pusha K, a.k.a. Kayanya, Fix My Life, Van Zandt, host of the Hiatus Podcast, Kai Dollar Sign, Knife Guy, Booking Agent K, Young Black Phillip, Kayanya, Taylor Joy, a.k.a. Fossil Man, The Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Chevy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chadwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, Egg Boy, The Bald Man Bad Boy, aka. Let me see if I can do it this time. My voice still ain't uh, all the way back. <clears throat> Sweet lady, would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. Shout out to not really liking Baywatch, but taking the whole private school to go see uh, Moana. (laughs) That's what Tyrese did. (laughs) Hey, nice thing. Talk that talk, Tyrese. Off the gram, though. Anywho, Franklin, Turtle, Shell, Taco, Mexican, Pitbull, hold on, White Pants, okay, I'm just trying to watch, (laughs) (sighs) see through, (laughs) okay, We're just gonna, I mean, white is typically see through, we're gonna Pitbull shimmy away from that Uh, one, you see any movies since the last episode? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Me, 
I finally stepped my game up and saw him or watched more than two joints. So first up, uh, to continue the Blu-ray marathon, I watched Kingsman The Secret Service in order er, to prep for Kingsman The Golden Circle. um, Like I mentioned before, this is a great movie. It's just some notes from it. There was an Iggy Azalea mentioned in the film. No, don't mess up your movie by dating it. (laughs) They dated it something crazy. Uh, The church scene in the film that I always bring up is zany, and it matches Matthew Vaughn's directing style. It's just all over the place, and it's the best scene in the movie, definitely the best action scene. It's great. I don't know if that's Colin Firth or a stunt double or a computer-generated version of himself, but he did a great job in it. Samuel L. Jackson's lispy villain is fun and (laughs) just odd throughout the whole film. But he did a great job as well. He was a great villain, and he didn't even throw one punch. I like this little spin on the spy genre that everybody talks about. I just would have liked to see more spy stuff. But this is like an origin story for Eggsy, so you ain't going to get as much as you would like. But all in all, still a great still a great movie it's fun action action in it that's you you would like uh it's funny and like i said it's a new take on the spy genre so if you haven't seen kingsman definitely go check that out before you see the golden circle that just came out this past week next up i watched a movie at the theater by the name of american assassin in defense of this movie, I fell asleep for a nice chunk in the middle, so <laughs> I really wouldn't be too trustworthy of my opinion on the movie. And my set opinion on the movie is, I didn't really, really like it that much. I was pretty uh, uh, disappointingly surprised, if that's even a phrase, to find out that Taylor Kitsch... Disappointedly <laughs> surprised. That Taylor Kitsch was in the movie for one, and he was the villain. I really don't know if I knew he was in the movie. You thinking this, is this the movie that they show commercials and stuff for? Yeah. Without Taylor Kitsch in it? I believe that he wasn't promoted at all. I just saw, you know, Wolf Boy or whatever. Dylan. <laughs> Dylan O'Brien. <laughs> Looking like a wolf. And Michael Keaton. Yep. And no wonder they had to keep that on the low because they, even they knew. They was like, we went with Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, ain't nobody going to see this movie <laughs> if that's the case. Taylor Kitsch went on a run. He was of to- the worst movie. <laughs> uh, Taylor? Should he be at the yeah, end? I'll really wait until you tell me about this movie. <laughs> yeah, we're going to have to bring up his list of movies because after yeah. I watched well, this movie, he hanked this up. I was thinking about it like, he was. Re- they were really trying to make him the man for one second. They tried to force. That's a force. <laughs> yeah. There's some that's natural. They tried to force Taylor Kish upon us. Because around John Carter, after that, when they saw that felt, they went with Battleship. Uh,. They even tried to throw him in the second season of True Detective. Everything oh, yeah. he was thrown in got negativity slapped upon it, and it was crazy. But, yes, I was mad to see that he was the villain. So you can see how my – or you can probably guess how my feelings were at the battle between Kitsch and O'Brien at the end. <laughs> I was like, I don't sound fun. <laughs> I was like, I don't care. if you, What if y'all doing is whack, if it's good. I don't care if it's action-packed, CGI like crazy, mad effects. I don't care. So I was watching a fight scene with little interest, especially when you're coming off of being just asleep and then you see that. I should be commended for staying <laughs> awake for that fight scene. Um, I like Dylan O'Brien, though, but when you put him next to Taylor Kitsch, he becomes less interesting. 
the action throughout the movie that I saw was underwhelming. It started out on like a high note. It got straight to it, and you watching like the first half, like, all right, once this movie gets going, it's about to be good. But then I fell asleep, woke up a little bit, and didn't like what I saw. So wasn't really feeling that movie. I don't know if I'll give it a second chance and actually stay up all the way. Next up, we're at the movies. I watched Kingsman, The Golden Circle. I will admit, this one is not as good as the first one. But the last fight scene is better than the last fight scene in the first one. It's not up there with the church scene, but it's like it has the church scene is shorter. This is like a longer, it stretches longer than the church scene. So it might be better in that instance because it has a lot going on for a longer period of time. But like not even comparing to nothing, it's just dope. The movie starts out with the cab fight scene. The CGI in that scene alone was probably the most obvious CGI I've ever seen Matthew Vaughn use in a movie, and it was kind <laughs> of annoying. It, was, it still it was a good fight scene, but just the fact that it was so noticeable was annoying. And then throughout the rest of the movie, scenes that you would think would need the same amount of CGI, you can't really tell, so I don't know what was going on with that scene. Probably because since it was such it was so congested in the uh, the cab itself, Shots probably were shot a lot closer and tighter, so maybe those little details are easier to notice. I don't know. Uh, more notes that I have. Now, when you see that um, yeah, you have these famous people playing the statesmen in the movie, like Channing Tatum, Halle Berry, that uh, Latino fella, uh, <laughs> Jeff Bridges, you would think, all right, out of all them people, who's going to be the main star of those? I would guess Channing Tatum. Yeah, I was about to say. Is this another one of the moves where Shannon Tatum should be more, yep. in it more often and then he just somehow floats into the background? Uh-huh. There's a reason why he floats in the background and the guy who plays Whiskey is in it more often. But if you're going to give me those two, I would like Channing Tatum to be the guy who actually hangs out with our stars of the movie more often yeah. than this guy. But with that said, Whiskey did have some of the best action scenes in the movie and he was great. So it's not taking anything away from him, just off of notoriety and star power. If you have the bigger star, I would put him at the forefront more. And Halle Berry was a computer nerd, so. That's what uh, it looked like from the commercials. What else? Um, I'm not going to mention that stuff about Harry's character. Elton John had a bigger role in the movie than I expected, and he was funny. So <laughs> that was a surprise. There was the pre- there was the president in the movie. He was ridiculous, kind of reminded me of the president we have now. So <laughs> with that tie-in and the fact that he was being ridiculously funny was made um, his role even more enjoyable. Uh, the little twist at the end, it was hinted throughout the whole movie. So when it comes up, you're not surprised by it. But the reasoning for it was better than I expected. It was more realistic and not one of the more generic um, little twist that you would see in these type of these type of movies with the setup that it gave you all in all great movie like i said it's not as good as the first one but there are pieces of it that are better it's it's, it's like he had the intention of doing like the same type of movie and just you know continuing on and you, you never know if stuff is going to click like stuff clicked before in the same way so it's still a great outing i enjoyed the movie what made me mad though is Got to the movie at one time, started watching the movie about 10 minutes in, 
the screen cuts off. Uh, so then they had to, they gave us a free pass for a movie. Then we had to wait an hour to go to the IMAX time. Dang. I was just like, I was at the movies for almost like five hours <laughs> just dealing with this movie. And I ate all my popcorn while the screen was off. So that was annoying. <laughs> all right. And the last movie I've seen was the Lego Ninjago movie. Mind you, I also fell asleep on a piece of this in the middle. <laughs> This one, you have the feeling when you're just watching the promotion of it, like, this will probably be the worst of the yep. three Lego movies, and it indeed it is. When it starts out, it is hilarious. Like, <laughs> like they took the... Um, it's like they took the style that Chris Lord and Phil Miller brought to the table the first time and just amped it up. So, like, they were throwing joke after ridiculousness after joke back to back to back, and it was just so, like... All over the place. I enjoyed it. And I threw a cat in the mix, which made that even more hilarious. <laughs> but then when things started to simmer down and it became more sentimental and, like, you know, throwing out messages here and there, that's when it lost me. So it's still a very good movie, but it's not as enjoyable as the other two. And you're watching it and you're just thinking to yourself, like, even though I enjoyed this movie... This easily could have been like a special or something, oh, or yeah. maybe like a little short film I on mean, one of the other ones. It's a Cartoon Network TV show, so I don't know why. Yeah, that's, that's probably why I had that <laughs> feeling. It's just this one is like in all franchises, it seems. They keep pushing stuff out to see where like they should halt it at. And this one just seemed like, all right, they like that. We're going to throw this at them. Let's see how much, if we can just swing at everything and hit it out all the right. park. And, this is where they should stop, so I'm not saying they should draw the line at the Lego movies, but work on Lego Movie 2. If that's a success, I'll just do Lego Movie 3. I don't want to do these little spinoff movies anymore, but hey. Alright, and that's all that I saw for this week. I have uh, Taylor Kish's filmography. Alright. It wasn't <coughs> It wasn't as bad as I thought, but it was just that three-movie streak that he went on. So he started off his little career. He's 36 right now, by the way. He seemed like he stays around 27, but see, I was wrong. See, he's lucky he's young because <laughs> he can still keep swinging for the fences and maybe fail. He might mess around and become a superstar. Doubt it. All right, he's starting. The age difference between him and Dylan O'Brien, I'm sure, it looks crazy. All right, but he started off with uh, Kyle XY. He did an episode. Okay. He did... um. Episode of Godiva. This is still in 2000. This is all in 2006 right now. He was in John Tucker Must Die. He whoa, was on. Whoa. As what? Just as Justin. <laughs> so okay. I'm not, he was on Snakes on a Plane. He played Kyle. All right. They're setting him up. He um, was in a movie called The Covenant. Played Ooh. Pogue Perry. That movie stunk. Then. He was on Friday Night Lights, the television show. Right, there you go. There's your saving his... grace. Now he's on TV doing his TV thing, but he's still slipping movies in, such as Gospel Hill in 2008. Don't know what that is. In 2009, this is when we were like, all right, everybody's all in on Taylor Kish. Gambit. Uh, X-Men Origins Wolverine played Gambit mm. or Remy because they didn't call him Gambit in the movie. They went by his real name. Then the next year in 2010, The Bang Bang Club. I don't know what that is. Yeah. Then two years later, but he was still on Friday Night Lights because Friday Night Lights didn't end until 2011. But once it ended, that's when it was movie time. And in 2012, hit us up with the biggest box office fail ever, John <laughs> Carter. Same year, went ahead and gave us Battleship. 
All right, he's he's over for three right now. And then in this year, he had a Savages. Don't know what that is. But he's he, over for four. He did three movies in 2012. Wait, is Savages that movie with uh, Miley Cyrus? Is that with Aaron Taylor Johnson? That is the Savages, or that Savage yeah. movie. Yeah, that movie wasn't that good either. That movie had ATJ, Taylor Kish, Blake Lively. Uh, let me see who else is in the movie. Benicio Del Toro. Yeah, that's over four. Yeah, probably they probably like if there was if that was the buddy movie when it's them two together, then it was Taylor Kish holding them down. Yeah. Then what is this? Because there's another. Is this a different movie? Savage. Oh, this was a short. Dang, they put a short with Why? the movie. It's called Savages of the Interrogations. Oh, my God. That one has some hike in the top build. I don't see Aaron Taylor Johnson. What <laughs> in the world? In the 2013, The Grand Seduction. Don't know what that is. Played a doctor. Also, 2013, hit us up with Lone Survivor. All right, so he finally had one, but he wasn't the main guy in that movie, so you don't get too many points for that. He did a short film, 2013, called Pieces. 2014, he did that TV movie, The Normal Heart. That sounds boring. Who who was in that? Oh, yeah, Mark Ruffalo, but nobody else I recognize. Oh, I remember that movie. Didn't he play like a gay dude or something? Something like that. Then in 2014, also, he did uh, another short film where he played another person named Kyle. Why do you keep playing these dude short films? And then 2015, all right, we got him back on TV. True Detective. That stunk. Then the following year, he did a movie. And I always love seeing these animated films I've never heard of and reading the cast. He did an animated feature called Bling. That sounds terrible. I've never heard of this. Let me read you the cast. Drake Bell's at the top, I know. It is Taylor Kish, Jeanette McCurdy. Oh, my God. James Wood, Carla Gugiano, uh, Tom Green, You. Oh John gosh. Heater, John. Jason Mewes. You, you, you always got like a childhood start. You got to throw them <laughs> in there somewhere. Jeanette McCurdy. Then, not until this year, he started struggling with his films. Then he got American Assassin. So he has one good thing <laughs> in the past five years. Hey, Taylor, Taylor Kish. Kish. Born April 8th, 1981. Hey, me and him got almost some similarities there. <laughs> yep, so that's Taylor Kish. So Taylor Kish, yeah, you are rightful to be at the end of that movie because you didn't help yourself this past week. Yikes. Alright, I got a couple past episode reflections from two episodes ago, episode 69. We talked about the movie 28 Days Later and its sequels 28 weeks later and 28 months later, but 28 months later was never made. It was just talked about. Dang. Um, We did (laughs) the funny black Star Wars casting. That whole (laughs) segment had me rolling all over again. Um, Moving on to episode 70. I said Ryan Reynolds was about 44 years old, but he's only 40. So that's good for him. He's still got four extra years on mm-hmm. him there. And then we fr- <laughs> I remembered this after the episode. I think either when I left or the day after. I forgot to text you, but we forgot to do the Rotten Tomatoes prediction <laughs> because we got distracted by your bad punchlines. Nah, <laughs> just, that was you. Just hearing it, we resolved American Assassin. <laughs> Said a bunch of terrible punchlines <laughs> and then moved on. Like, all right, what's next? 
right, sad. So luckily we still could do that one because that movie doesn't have any reviews. Okay. So it was Flatliners, which comes out this week. Flatliners. All right, and that's it. You got something you want to open up with? Not to think of right now. I'll be coming unprepared. All right, I actually... Then all of this um, boycotting and whatnot that's been going on with the NFL and our president and whatnot uh, created a little game that's rough around the edges because I literally just thought of it at work, (laughs) didn't put no thought in it. So as maybe the week's going, I can improve it. But it's a little game right now that I like to call Super Motor Boycott. So I'm going to give you three movies, and I need you to tell me would you see it? Which means, like, you, you know, you go and watch it over and over again compared to these other ones. Promote means, so that would be, like, I guess second on the list where you don't watch the movie, but it's good enough still for you to go out and promote, spend all your time on it. And then boycott means you never watch it, never going to support it, and, you know, self-explanatory. Okay. All right, so for the first one, I'm going to give you three big movies. All right. And then later we'll do movies that ain't came out yet and stuff like that. So first up, I'm going to go, I'm going to look at the top 20 highest grossing domestic movies of all time. And I'm going to go off that. So first up, we got Star Wars The Force Awakens. Okay. Which is the highest grossing movie domestically of all time. Then you got The Dark Knight. Okay. And then you have... Adventures, uh, Adventures, <laughs> Adventures. <laughs> I, like, I don't know what that one is. <laughs> no, we're actually going to do Finding Dory. We'll okay. do that one. So between Star Wars: The Force Awakens, The Dark Knight, and Finding Dory, which movie are you going to see? Which one are you going to promote? Which one are you going to boycott? All right, so I'm gonna see and the dark. Why? I'm gonna see the Dark Knight because I want to see that Heath Ledger performance. Finding Dory or Dang I guess I'm about to promote The Force Awakens and boycott Finding Dory And the only reason that one's getting boycotted Because I'm just imagining like Alright, I guess that is a kids movie I don't (laughs) need to see that Alright At the same time it's Finding Dory That's tough Alright, so I'll do quickly one more then that was fast. You got Avengers: Age of Ultron, Toy Story three, mm-hmm. and one of our favorite movies, Avatar. <laughs> All right, Avengers. Avengers: Age of Ultron. Them little animated features be really putting me in a. Yeah, All right, so I guess I'm just gonna see. Avengers Age of Ultron, promote Toy Story 3, uh, boycott Avatar. All right, the boycott Avatar is easy. Very easy. That that Toy Story 3 and Avengers is a tough one. Mm -hmm. They're both really great movies, but that Toy Story 3, it'll sneak sneak up on you how good that movie actually is when you go back and watch it. But all right, so that's just a little trial run of this game that we can do every so often. Maybe I'll come up with a different name for it or something something along the lines anybody out there who's listening if you got any suggestions you know don't be afraid to comment and let a brother know let a brother know let a brother know all right moving on to the topics for the show 
we just quick or I just quickly spoke of Matthew Vaughn, and he got some news that was coming out this week because he was doing the press run for Kingsman. So you know they ask you anything but the movie you're actually promoting. <laughs> so first up, he says he would want to reboot Fantastic Four. Mind you, he was a producer on Fanforstic, yeah. so he you can probably see why he wants to do that. But he was quoted as saying, "The other one I've felt an obligation to do is I wouldn't mind maybe making a Fantastic Four film to apologize to everyone out there that maybe it didn't go very well for him, for them. It's brilliant. One of my f- I can't stand looking at articles and then ads popping up and pushing me to the top of the page. Anyways, where was I? All right, he continued to say, one of my favorites is the Fantastic Four, so maybe one day I'll try and rectify that mistake. So it's good that he knows the movie was trash and that he wants to rectify the mistake that clearly was. And then moving on to another piece of news from him. I can click on it. Matthew Vaughn also wanted to make a young Wolverine or put young Wolverine in a movie. And he was quoted as saying, the reason I haven't done sequels in the past is they just weren't exciting for me. And on days of future past, even though I co-wrote the bloody thing, the reason I bailed out of it is because two things. First, I respect Brian Singer hugely, and X-Men is Brian's world, and I feel he let me play in his sandbox. I enjoyed it, but it wasn't my sandbox. I wanted my own sandbox. And second, I didn't want to do Days of <laughs> I Future. I don't like the way he's saying that. <laughs> days of Future's past, X. I felt that one should be in a trilogy. I felt that one should be in a trilogy, and Days of Future Past should have been the final final of that story. I would have done a film in between where you meet the young Wolverine and a new character, and then Days of Future Past became young, Wo- oh my gosh. became young Wolverine and the old Wolverine just really blow it out. All right, so with that two news, uh, pieces of news thrown at you, which one would you rather see? A reboot of Fantastic Four done by Matthew Vaughn, or just a little spin-off Young Wolverine movie done by Matthew Vaughn. And if Alright, before you answer that, who would what uh, other X-Men character would you want to see team up with the young Wolverine in a little buddy movie as he seemed like he was <laughs> little buddy mutant movie. I just don't want no necessarily want like a instantly have a solo Wolverine movie. Maybe get find him like a real good actor and put him in one of these whack upcoming <laughs> X-Men movies. But then at the same time, uh, Fantastic Four fell three times and that just <laughs> doesn't make it as good. Uh, now I'm gonna go with, I'm gonna go with Wolverine cause King, this second Kingsman ain't got the best reviews. Man, so, so him coming off a movie that don't got the best reviews, and then adding in a property that people don't got faith in no more, yeah. that could be a disaster. So I'll go with Wolverine. All right, but they can make like a incorpor- try to incorporate Sabretooth again. So would you want to see a young Wolverine and Sabretooth, or would you want it to be somebody else? Uh, for one, young Wolverine sounds crazy. Yeah, what really they, I was like, what <laughs> they mean by young? Yeah, is he going to truly be like a young person? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't want that. Nick yeah. Jonas playing Wolverine or something. Oh, 
my gosh. That would be hard to believe. He would have to kill it. It's still that I probably wouldn't get it, give him his just due. Oh, man. <laughs> Nick Jonas following up Hugh Jackman's footsteps. <laughs> yeah, that would be depressing. <laughs> That's wild. So, yeah, I, I don't want him to do X-23 with him. Because, man, that's forcing it. But again, when are they gonna put? How is she gonna be in any more movies? Because no she, <laughs> it's all about her performance. But that's so far in the future. Yeah, and then, <laughs> I don't know what they're gonna. They got, man, they blew it. But it ain't Logan's fault. All of them did their movie. And they got out of there. <laughs> like, y'all fix this. Like, y'all want to use her? That's y'all. We we discuss this. This is on our own. Y'all want to use pieces? Y'all figure it out, and it'll be the detriment to y'all's movie. I know what they're gonna do. For one, I can picture her being in a Deadpool movie because Cable can time travel. Mm-hmm. Go up, snatch her, bring her back to the movies. That's probably what they'll use Cable to reset everything. They really should. His Days of Future Past reset. They're like, all right, we'll just use another time traveling story and use that to reset the story. <laughs> oh, man. Like DC might u- do with Flashpoint if they go through with it. All right, so who's the... So if you had a final choice, what mutant would you say go ahead and put in this quote-unquote young Wolverine movie? Mm. I'm trying to think of Wolverine-specific characters. Forget it. Just put Professor X in it. Do a young (laughs) version of Logan. Okay. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't be shocked if they did that. All right. So for me... Between a Fantastic Four reboot and a young ex or young Wolverine, I'd probably go with. I'd probably go with Fantastic Four. Shockingly, only because if mainly because I don't want to see a, a reboot. Yeah, I really don't. But. Of um, uh, of X Men right now. Because Logan ended off on such a high note, and Hugh Jackman already killed that performance every time out the gate. So, seeing him be replaced so quickly is expected. But if I had the choice, you can push that back some. So, when you do finally do it, you'll enjoy it or you'll look forward to it a lot more. And with Fantastic Four, y'all just got to figure out how to get this right. So, <laughs> y'all did two two different two different pro, or two different attempts. I don't know why y'all pulled the trigger twice on the first go around, but the second one was a uh, flopsies. <laughs> so third time is the charm. They just need to be patient and wait until Marvel gets it back. Yeah, if Marvel go, see if Marvel gets it, it would be dope to see Matthew Vaughn do it. But it'll also be kind of worrisome because I'll be like, he did it with first class, so he can like tone down his material. Yeah. But I would like to see him um, attempted with Fox and them just. Let him like have free reign at it. Like, don't jump in if he has something crazy. If he if he want to do a, a dark one again, let him do it. I personally uh, wouldn't do it just yeah. because it would be <laughs> a bad decision after what we went through with this darker version. But if he wants to, I'm gonna just let him try. We're just gonna let give it to somebody who's actually uh, artist and can create and is known for making entertaining properties. Let him do it without any interference from the studio like we had this past time and if it <laughs> fails then then this property is just not meant to work out on Fox so yeah. then you'll let give it to Marvel and let their heads and producers and their team just get a crack at it yeah, but I don't want them to, they will have to wait so long to make another one cause 
a fourth one. Yeah, you guys got chill. <laughs> you just gotta put. That's, that's crazy. That's when you just start using the characters, and if your characters are liked, then maybe you could talk about using them in the future. All right, moving on to some more action-related news. Your boy Liam Neeson, or uh, Liam Nielsen, as he was referred to on this podcast <laughs> some episodes ago uh, by somebody. Yeah, that's funny. Uh, um, he just recently said he retired from action movies. And it was his reasoning for why he kept doing it was, you know, funny. And it was believable. He said he did, like, Taken. And then for some reason, they just kept offering him money to do more and more. So he was like, all right, why not? But <laughs> the reason he said he stopped was, like, he's 60-something years old or whatever. It's going to stop looking even remotely believable. So he's just got to chill out on that front. And it seems like he's making a killing in these little serious drama movies he's been doing lately. So he might as well. This might as well be the perfect time for him to stop. But with that said, what old actor could you see having a similar renaissance that he did? Let me see. So you got your Bruce Willis's. Yeah. Nah. Yeah, Wesley Snipes. He's old. Um, Sylvester Stallone. Nope. Uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger. He keeps trying with these Terminator movies. Nah, I don't want those anymore. Um, uh, who else? Who Just else any? is old? Over 50 actor. I, who do you see? For a second there, it was uh, Denzel Washington. He's... Will Smith is about to be heading toward that age. Uh, who else? Why can I not think of old actors right now? Yeah, old actors is hard. Maybe like Michael Caine does his first like action role. Morgan Freeman action movie with a where, pistol in his hand. Where the joke isn't there ain't no joke in it that he's old or nothing. Just a regular action that movie. movie <laughs> suck. <laughs> Even though he did do, well, he did do action movies. He did movies where he like a cop and shooting at people. I could but. see Robert Downey Jr. doing some action movies besides the Iron Man and Avengers stuff, like actual action movies, gun in hand. <laughs> Do you see him taking like a break and then doing this or? Yeah, he got to fall off a little teeny bit. Okay, so you got to be Robert Downey before Iron Man. <laughs> fall off again and then. That's technically his- Tom Cruise is very old and he does all these. Yeah, he just won't stop. <laughs> yeah, there needs to be a break in between. It. And it has to be somebody you ain't expect to start doing action movies. Who else is it? Who is old? Like a Bill Cosby. A Bill Cosby action movie now about running from the cops. <laughs> that would be a box office smash. Dang, that would be fire. But he would probably die instantly because yeah. one one action set piece he's on, he just will croak one step into the scene. He's definitely been alive a little longer than I thought. So you don't think maybe like you don't see Nicolas Cage's career popping back off? Or uh, oh, yeah. maybe, uh, what's his name? Uh, with, uh, House of Cards. Uh, seeing him getting into the, the gay action fella. bit. He's gay? I thought he was. Yeah. <laughs> Me and Brianna was having this tripping. conversation when Will and Grace was. They showed a Will and Grace trailer. And I'll it, never know. It, uh, what's it called? Will was saying, he's like, all right, now I'll get, or he said something about having kissed. He said, now I wonder how it's going to feel to kiss a guy again. And then she looked up at me like, Wait, he's not gay in real life? I was like, no. Was like, wait, so which one of them is gay? Yeah, see, everybody <laughs> has the same conversation. Like, the, I was like, uh, who, Jack is gay on the show, and in real life, Will's just gay on the show. You know, it can be confusing. 
Burns. Any game in real life. <laughs> he just plays it well. All right, so um, yeah, I think I think Nicholas Cage, his career has fallen off immensely with these uh, D plus movies he's keep doing. <laughs> so I think if he finds one, if he gets in one like movie that makes it to the theaters and is actually a success, I think that could shoot his name back up and he could be a star. Or like Ray Stevenson, I don't know how old he is, but we saw the action he could do in Punisher Wars. Punisher, huh? Yeah, so I feel like if he got attempt at a movie and it was a success he could take off there that's hard to think some old dudes I'm looking around like, really like Alec Baldwin oh I'll be <laughs> whack nowadays uh, after he's done winning awards for his little Trump impersonation yeah. I'm Saturday Night Live people I ain't expect them to take home all the memories like that <laughs> yeah that's crazy alright okay, not thinking of what else we need see people like Leonardo DiCaprio and stuff need to get out of their little real good movies and stuff and just give us a plain old regular action movie. It'll be Leo. He's playing like a cop and not a serious like it's a serious movie, but not one of them serious where you gotta think like who about to backstab. Just a straightforward cop movie. Matter of fact, instead of Tom Hardy or whoever they were saying will be in there with Eddie Murphy, Eddie we probably shot this on the episode, but Eddie and Leo. That would be so hard to look at. <laughs> Eddie Murphy, who has done The Avengers of Pluto Nash. And that movie <laughs> where the little leaves was falling yeah, off the tree. Where he has bombed so had, immensely. That movie had Clark Duke in it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Michael Sarah's real life friend. <laughs> uh, Michael Sarah Light. Yeah. If, that, if I ever seen, and not in a serious movie, Eddie Murphy and Leo, like, two cops who go in, one will come out alive in Ooh. Beverly Hills Cop 4. And they're just like pointing at Desi's at each other. He nah. needs to do a movie like that. He will one day. I feel Jake Gyllenhaal's a little closer, even though Jake Gyllenhaal's veered into a different career direction. He was like, the closest I got was into watch. Now, really now I ain't close. He said in an interview recently, he was like, everybody keeps asking me to do a superhero movie or ask me what I'm doing. And he's like, I feel like this is my superhero movie, which stronger. So... Well, that's how we know we ain't for getting one. If he think this movie is a superhero movie. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, we got our answer. Yeah, I, I sound crazy. Well, dang, Prince of Persia traumatized that man. Uh-huh. Like, never again. Never again. Hey, well, when he gets older, he's bound to change his mind because all these old, respectable actors, they mm-hmm. did anything now. Robert <laughs> Downey Jr. did Dirty Grandpa. Yeah. Sir Anthony Hopkins. Dang, Robert Downey any- Jr. was in Dirty Grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> do this every <laughs> Robert De Niro. Hey. Yeah, they, when you get to that age, I do it. Uh, <laughs> I, I was going to watch it, Anthony Hopkins in Transformers. I was like, <laughs> I was like, yep. I mean, it's just hard to picture like Leo, Will Smith, or nope. them type of dudes doing a. All right, uh, new Zac Efron. Who? <laughs> all right, uh, R. J. Montgomery or whatever that. Uh, dang, I know Dacry? his name. Ain't, yeah, Dakri Mont. I mixed him and the black dude's name because <laughs> I think his name R. J. <laughs> dang, they got married on a set of Power Rangers. Didn't tell nobody. <laughs> That if they was able to make a second one, if this one didn't fail, <laughs> they might. Those they're really trying to find reasons to. 
The stupid toys. Why? <laughs> and because it did well on Blu-ray. Okay. Who was buying this Blu-ray? Well, yeah. We ain't seen it in theaters. Get this and throw it in front of the kids so we can go to watch. Well, I'm buying movies that I'm ashamed of. I'm buying it online. You ain't gonna see me walk in the store like. Yeah, it look crazy. I get this up, Baywatch. <laughs> you want the what? Like, I get this Baywatch. <laughs> like price check on Baywatch. Can you give me a price check on Baywatch. Right, like $7. why? Because <laughs> that ain't a premium price, but yeah, that should always be on sale. Oh man, what are we talking about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh yeah, we was uh, veered away from this Liam Neeson topic. Moving on to Flashpoint, which we quickly just mentioned. Now, they said Flashpoint was supposed to be a time-traveling buddy movie with Cyborg. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. <laughs> but bananas. now it's going to include Wonder Woman. Oh, yeah, I did. <laughs> of course, because she's going to be the go-to since she's the it girl right now. That's sad. Would you rather Pathetic. see Flash teaming up with Cyborg? Or Flash teaming up with Wonder Woman. It would look more normal, him and Cyborg. Him and Wonder Woman. It's, first of all, him and Cyborg sound like it would be funny. Not to me, <laughs> but like they would try to be funny. Yeah. Flash and Gal Gadot. That would turn into Fla- or Wonder Woman's movie. Yeah, it, that's, like that's a weird a, combination. It is. But if they made like a buddy, like Wonder Woman's in there for a nice chunk of the movie, yeah, that turns into her movie. Yeah. Because with um, Spider-Man, you would think, oh, you put Iron Man in that joint. Yeah, or like with see. Civil War, you put Iron Man in that joint, it becomes his movie. But they were able, the story. They know how to make movies. Just yeah. like with the <laughs> way <laughs> Thor Ragnarok looks. You yeah. added the Hulk in it, but it still looks. All right, the this Hulk Thor's is movie. a side character, though. <laughs> Even though he takes over like yeah, the Avengers movies. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, they just know how to form the story around those characters and give them just enough screen time for where they're useful but they're not taking over the movie because yeah. civil. One of the reasons Civil War is like a great movie is because even though they put all those people in there, it still feels like a Captain America solo movie. Those other people just play roles in it. And then with uh, Spider-Man, they made uh, Iron Man Spider-Man's mentor, so he didn't need to be in the movie as much. So that made sense. They gonna make Wonder Woman Flash's mentor? Because uh, nobody wants they to see jack that. This up. <laughs> I don't care if you love the Wonder Woman. This idea don't sound good. <laughs> Dang. So, me personally, I would rather see Cyborg. Because if y'all want yeah. to ever revive this Cyborg movie, putting him in a movie where he gets to more opportunities to show off his character, along with being in Justice League and then doing this, if people, you give him opportunities and people are like, all right, we like Cyborg, then maybe that'll give y'all a reason to attempt to revive his solo flick. Because right now, it's a no-go. There's no need. Wonder Woman, you don't need to, uh, like, throw her out there so much. Like, her her, move, her solo flick was great. Her next one's going to be, uh, people are going to want to see it even more, as long as Justice League don't kill it. So, y'all don't need to, like, force her out there all the time, even though she's clearly y'all's bread and butter right now. That's sad. So I, I would, I personally would throw, a, I'd put Cyborg in there. Or I just wouldn't make the movie. Yeah. I'd recast Ezra first. That's first Ezra and the dude playing Cyborg because yeah. <laughs> we don't know you. No offense. <laughs> Recasting with John Boyega after uh, Pacific Rim whatever fails, Dang. which it will. 
And then it'll be perfect. And then recast Ezra with some other white dude with black hair. Or blonde hair. I don't care. Or I said other black dude like Ezra Black in the first place. (laughs) Another white dude with black hair. Shout out to Black Ezra. You wish. You probably do think he's black. (laughs) Black Ezra Miller. (laughs) Uh, Who is the Black Ezra Miller? A spaz. Let's see. The black Ezra Miller. <laughs> it's gotta be like an odd fella. The black Ezra. Man, that's a tough one. I would say Tyler James Williams, but I actually like him. He seems like a little cooler. Yeah, he only just played a gay dude on uh, Dear White People. Dang, that's a tough one. Who's the black Ezra Miller? That's gonna take some. That's gonna take some thought. <laughs> oh no! Off the off the cuff, I can't think of it right now. That's funny. That's a good question. All right, moving on. So, uh, Danny Pooty Putty, whatever his name is, from Community says talks of a Community movie are still happening, but who knows if that's ever going to actually happen? Now, we all know that they there's no way they can make this movie without everybody from the original first few seasons on board so do you if they ever said all right we're all ready we got the money to do the movie we just need everybody to sign on everybody signs on and then they get to donald glover and they ask him all right (laughs) we need you to do this movie or we need you to come and do this movie with us do you think he would ever come back and actually do a community movie i think i think he would do it if the time is there they always, anytime they talk about this movie, it's always surrounding if Donald Glover can do mm-hmm. it. Because they said once he left, the show went downhill <laughs> because of his contributions and the fact that he was always uh, improving on the spot and making making scenes funnier. Yeah, so would, if he if he don't got if he ain't all in on it, he'll do a little cameo or something. Oh, yeah, I could definitely see him doing. But a cameo. then they wouldn't. But they need a full role. Yeah, they I need want all the, of them. I want. Yeah, they the originals. The they only need thing them is the they have to try room. to get Chevy Chase, and <laughs> they had issues with him. Yeah, they all need to sit in the room, squash your beefs, <laughs> say we just need we're gonna do a couple weeks shoot, make this movie for the fans, and then we can go on about our day, then regroup in ten years for like a reunion special or something. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think he wouldn't do it no time soon because his yeah. schedule is already super jam packed. He's like on fire right now on top of those Emmy wins he's got. So, which cracks me up because it didn't seem like many people. I mean, Atlanta was critically loved and whatnot. It just didn't seem like outside of the black people that that movie was talked about that much. Yeah. But the fact that it's clearly being watched by everybody out there, and this is only going anti- to or amp the anticipation for the next season up amp that they finally wrote yeah, so that's gonna be great and then that's gonna carry and then when they see him in Han Solo that's gonna carry over as long as the movie don't suck and Lion King so all that's gonna branch out even more so his schedule could just keep getting jam packed then he got that little joint project that he gotta do it Chance the Rapper to get over with that they started making a very very long time ago they'll, they'll probably just put those old songs together out. Like, still got the full version of the worst guys that they made mm-hmm. that they for some reason didn't put. It's like Chance put. is probably going to X-Nay that. He's like, I'm saying a lot of bad stuff that religious Chance won't say. Yeah, because so. the first song they did together, he said a gay slayer on that song. He's like, I can't, I can't be caught saying that stuff now. And then on, on the royalty mixtape, I can't remember his verse on there. 
then well, then they did worse, guys. So they got like three or four songs out together. Yes. Yeah, Forced this mixtape out after Chance, so they probably do it when they uh, roll old after they finish doing all the stuff they want to do. I think Chance will come calling to him first because Donald Glover got more of a complete skill set. So if it's something don't work, they'll and, just move on to the next yeah, thing. And Chance, the next thing. Chance did a mixtape with Lil B in like a week. So. <laughs> and Jeremiah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that came and went. Yeah, so I'm doing an album with Donald Glover. M- must do. Yeah, and take your time. It do did. it before you do this album with uh, Kanye. Ugh. Yeah, then then they got to get the last Childish Gambino album. And then yep. so I don't, I don't, I personally don't think they'll ever make this movie. I don't think he would do it in the next few years. But then by the time he would probably have space to do it, logically it probably wouldn't make any sense to be done unless they did it like. A reunion where they came back to the school like 10, 15 years later for like a reu- reunion and they all got into some type of shenanigans. Maybe. As long <laughs> Do as a no- live action version of that paintball episode. Hey, something. They can come back for like an episode of like on Jimmy Fallon where they do like a special on there or whatever the late show host. Where they be Your girl Leah there. Remedy's on Kevin Can Wait now. Yeah, I don't like that. That is odd. Y'all might as well just flip it and go act, not say nothing. Next. They call it King of Queens. Was it about that because when she was on that sh- the like the last couple episodes, their chemistry is still there. They're hilarious together, and if she comes back to the show, that's fine. But the fact that they just fired his wife, who was also funny on that show, that is me makes me mad. So with this episode coming on tonight, I can't wait to see how they write her off the show. Mm-hmm. I know it's going to be hilarious because them getting divorced doesn't make sense because you watch the show. You, they, they if she didn't divorce him any of the other times, the crazy stuff he was doing. She wouldn't randomly Who's divorce Leah him. Who's Leah Remini play on there that she's a regular cast member now? On, uh, she played his ex partner, who they they came. She came back and he helped her do this undercover oh, operation. Oh, so this is now going to be a buddy cop show. Yep. So they're going to be enemy frenemies, to, I guess, throughout the show and not get married. But if they force them to get together on the show after like the second season, I'm gonna Call be mad. It. King of Queens. Yeah, y'all might and, just and Doug is just a cop now. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> blow it up. Like, put them back in their old house. Bring, uh, what's his name? Ben Stiller's dad back. Dang. I think he's dead. Is he? I think so. Dang. That'd be unfortunate because he's hilarious. I think both of Ben Stiller's parents died close together. I say because his mom was on King of Queens, too. If she's still alive. She's dead, I think. She's for sure dead. Dang. All right. I them. No, is he alive? Is he? If he's alive, he is at dying age. <laughs> yeah, I know he's this got says, to be like ninety something. Yep, he's ninety exactly. Yeah. Okay, maybe he's just just his mom died. Dang, well, that means his dad's shortly there. Because when you get old and you get lonely, you ain't really got nothing else to do. I'm gonna still be super old with my cane, roll into the movies. Like, can <laughs> I see? Uh, Lego movie. Dang, I'm gonna be wrapping up my fifth album <laughs> when I'm real uh, <laughs> Took a 25 to uh-huh. 30 year hiatus. Hey. <laughs> oh, yeah, that reminds me of yesterday. <laughs> Seeing your aunt <laughs> and your cousins at the. At eat, at oh, the yeah, movie. I'm like, who? <laughs> <laughs> but the funny thing was, when I saw them, 
some I saw somebody standing right in front of me, staring at me, and I was about to look at Brianna like, why do you think staring at me? <laughs> <laughs> That's how tired I was. And then they just kept looking at me, and I finally like looked straight at them. I'm like, oh. <laughs> but um, that's funny. I don't know what I was saying. I felt like. We weren't doing a podcast anymore. <laughs> I got very sleepy. I felt like we was just in the house chilling. I have no clue what I was saying, but now I'm just going to... I'm over here doing the cover art for an episode of the podcast as we speak. <laughs> got a multitask. Since I forgot to... I haven't done them in three or four weeks. Oh, yeah. I, did I, I don't know if I'll be paying attention. Because, like I said, I always struggle to get the podcast up. So, I don't really pay attention to much else after that. All right, moving on to this last topic that I have, if it'll let me click on the link. Dang, I gotta, like, copy and... Nope, I'm not gonna copy and paste it. I'm gonna let, it's gonna let me click on it. <coughs> we talked about Gambit, kind of, earlier in the show. More news about this movie that they just won't let die has came out this past week. And there's some rumored story details with it. So... According to Splash Report, there are claims that exclusive details on the new script have dropped in the movie Sounds Like a Heist Film. So let me read what they got for you. <laughs> Remy, as we all know as Gambit, played by yours truly, psych Channing Tatum, is on trial in New Orleans. He's considered a huge security risk. We flash back to almost 25 years before Master Thief Luke LeBeau, or however you pronounce his last name, runs into an eight-year-old Gambit while doing a heist. Impressed by his skills, he offers to take the mutant orphan under his wing. Raised alongside other strays, he calls, quote-unquote, cousins. The teenage Gambit becomes the superstar of the Thief Guild. He encounters... That sounds crazy. <laughs> Is that in the comic book Thief Guild? I have no clue. I mean, they capitalize it like they got it from somewhere. But he encounters Belladonna. Uh, Bordeaux? Bordeaux? I don't know how to pronounce that fancy last name. Bordeaux? Bordeaux? I don't know. While on the run from the police, Sparks immediately fly since Bella is also a fellow mutant. Their love yeah. is directly prohibited by both families since the, the B family are sworn enemies of the Lebos, or how you pronounce that name, clan, deciding to write the two, deciding to unite the two sides. Remy offers to have the two clans team up on a huge heist to profit both families. Of course, the whole plan goes awry, and in the chaos, Marianne B shoots and kills Luke L. We jump to ten years later. Gambit is hired to do Damn, a job. A lot of information. <laughs> Telling the whole movie. Uh, Gambit is hired to do a job in Paris to steal something from the, the some museum. He was apparently a test job. To, it, it was apparently a test job to see if he was he still has it. His mysterious employer is revealed to be Nathaniel Essex, aka Mister Sinister. He offers Gambit forty million to recover a mysterious trunk <laughs> that was stolen by the B Clan. It would be auctioned off during the yearly Thieves Ball, where all the criminal organizations in the world meet up. It uses New Orleans Mardi Gras celebration as a cover. Gambit decides to enlist a crew of mutants to pull off this seemingly impossible heist. So, with all that thrown out there, are you now interested in this Gambit movie, if that is in fact the truth? Not really. That didn't particularly sound like a great movie. <laughs> it was, had a lot going on, hard to keep up with. 
Man, when I heard heist, all I thought about was Ant Man. Yeah, like, that's basically what this is. Y'all thought Ant Man. Ant Man. <laughs> was Gambit? Is he like? I mean, I know he's like a. He's not the most upstanding individual. But does his <laughs> character in a heist movie does that even go together? I, I mean, I guess we don't. Why is, why is there so much emphasis? I'd rather be a, a movie like Twenty One or something where he uh, counting cards, playing black shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like let him steal from a casino. Let it be like a like a casino heist film where he's. It starts out like that. He tries to steal from a casino. A mutant runner of the casino sees him, and he goes on the run. They end up killing somebody. Then he comes back at him. I don't know, but yeah, all that sounds like a lot. Don't give me information. A lot of information in the movie I don't really care about. That's crazy. And there ain't going to be that. I don't want to see uh, Shantano make that movie. <laughs> He's still swinging at it for some Why's odd he? reason. Why is he in love with that movie? He must. He must have read all the Gamut comic books back in the day. Yeah, that's the only way. <laughs> he know he could get another movie. He could be anybody. Uh, he could be Shazam. I was to say, yeah. He just got to work out again. Yeah, because the, the, I that, don't know that dad bot I saw on Lucky Logan Lucky or whatever that movie yeah, was called was just, worrisome. He just stopped, I guess. It's like he was preparing to play uh, like an offensive lineman in a <laughs> football movie or something. Yeah. So, so all right. So, last thought process on that movie you interested yet or nope i'm not gonna be interested in <laughs> him out of all the superheroes you can play him choosing to play uh gambito gambito well they should turn into a, a latin gambito. superhero and throw it out in like spain and something turn him to gambito <laughs> and let him be like the face of the superhero market over there and then bring it over here <laughs> as gambito still not as gambit let like Javier Bardem or Antonio Banderas, let some old fellow play him. I just realized I made two covers for the same episode, <laughs> two different ones for this. Leo isn't the Joker. <laughs> I didn't realize that I had already did it. Well, I'm leaving that one and not this new one. I'm dang. Uh, all right. Before we move on to the punishment segment, you got anything else you want to throw out there? Nah, I done distracted myself from making these uh, <laughs> Leo covers. All right. So moving on to the punishment segment, you got anybody you want to give it to? Nah. All right. Before we came in, or before we started this episode, I didn't have anybody. But as we were talking, all signs point to Taylor Kitsch. <laughs> Sir, you're yeah. on punishment, my Taylor. man. Just for adding another whack movie to your repertoire of uh, filth. <laughs> we already went through your bad filmography and TVography earlier in the show. We already talked about how Hollywood wanted you to be the man. Talk about... Uh, a plant like your boy Russ was talking about on uh, Everyday Struggle. <laughs> yeah. He's he's a movie industry plant, but that plant just keeps dying, and they gotta put some more seeds, put some more water on it. It just keeps felling. They try to move it to a different environment. That still don't work. <laughs> it yes. might it, it might not work out for you, fam. Maybe you don't know how to pick movies. Maybe At you need 36, a better agent. You gotta do something quick. Yeah, maybe play one of these DC comic characters. Maybe he should try to do Gambit. 
Maybe he should jump back in the mix and like, battle Channing Tatum. I already played him. <laughs> Dang. <laughs> Maybe he can be the Joker. I don't uh, know. Okay. Nice. He got kind of like a. He seemed like his eyebrows raise up. <laughs> Michael Keaton could up. He could have played Batman and Joker in the same movie. <laughs> Dual roles. <laughs> that would be sweet. That would be sweet if somebody did that in like a superhero movie. Played the mm. villain and the the hero at the same time. Hey, crazy. But Taylor Kitsch, he's not. Heath Ledger wasn't bad at acting, and he wasn't like his his career wasn't in the dumps like Taylor's is. But <laughs> they got like the kind of same surprising upbringing. Yeah. Like he wasn't making like hits. This best movie, in my opinion, was Ten Things I Hate About You. And if I'd never seen him in a movie again around that time, I wouldn't have cared or been surprised. <laughs> Taylor Kitsch is somebody who might sneak up on you and put yeah. all his, put his all into playing a role like the Joker just to secure himself. But if he did do that, nine chances are that uh, the movie would suck just because his presents are in there. <laughs> but I'm just saying, look out for Taylor. Right now, I got Bradley Cooper, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. This is I really he could play the Joker, dang, and then ATJ Taylor Kitsch as a dark horse. Taylor last Kish resort dark horse, the Joker. Like that's, that's a cancel. They might as well not make it until <laughs> just some actor comes with. I would, but if they made it though, maybe that's the shot in the heart that DC needs to yeah, get them to stop <laughs> these Take, bad ideas. Marvel, if they want to be petty and sneaky, they can bring television for a meeting. All right, just for fun, because we over here making billion dollar movies every <laughs> three movies a month or three movies a year. We need you to go audition and kill it for one of these DC movies and actually get them to make it and put it out. And so we can laugh, sit back and laugh when you start in this movie that fails, because we know you're gonna make this movie fail. You're gonna make you gonna make them take it over the edge and make them stop. They might blow up their whole DCEU uh, little side of things, Dang. or maybe Marvel can bring them in, say like we're interested in you in this role. Where it gets out to DC, DC like, like we okay. want them. Yeah, we we want them first. We'll, we'll give you a <laughs> give you sixty billion dollars. <laughs> we'll give you that Will Smith salary. Give it to him fell and they're just sitting there going over to Marvel Studios with their resumes in hand <laughs> asking to get jobs. I can draw. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's nice. Can you get coffee, though? Dang. So Will look. Smith, you could have just played uh, Chadwick Bosman's dad. Totally. It's been light-skinned. <laughs> I would have took it. Uh. Anything but the guy they gave us. <laughs> oh, no name. Uh. That was frustrating. Dang, but anyways, Taylor Kitsch, sir, you're on punishment. Toilet flush sound effect. For all the reasons that we have mentioned out this whole episode. So go sit in the corner, and maybe acting's not for you. <laughs> maybe Home Depot Employee of the Month should be your goal or something. Maybe you should play football or become a football player in real life. Obviously, you can't go to NFL, but you can go to, like, CFL or something. <laughs> Good. You know what he looks like? Somebody who fixes roofs. I can picture him he? in overalls. He Backwards, looks, dirty hat. <laughs> Pulling up in a truck. He looks like one of the actor, like an actor that will play the Rat Ranger after uh, uh, Power Rangers TV shows Prime and stuff. Yep. And they just started getting like, we need five actors: black one, Asian one, Latino one, mm-hmm. white one. He do he look. Looks, he do got that white person look. <laughs> or I can see him being cast in it, and him bringing that movie down too. All right, I can picture this cast being. 
Taylor Krish. Well, who? Which one is he playing? Because he technically only he person can, he looks he plays like stutters. <laughs> if he has it, <laughs> <laughs> hold on. Taylor Krish going that. He, he ain't got the actor skills to be stuttering. Oh, yeah, him stuttering? Nah. <laughs> that would probably be terrible. I can see being him, some sort of comedian. I don't want, he, he, why does he always force himself into being the leader? <laughs> that's what the problem is. Put him on the side. Because he was even like the leader in Lone Survivor. He just wasn't the like the like the leader leader. He was just the leader of the characters on the team. That's crazy. Dang. Gosh. I could also see him playing Punisher if they like they did a Punisher. <laughs> I like, killed myself. If this was the early two thousands and they were <laughs> casting for a Punisher movie. <laughs> Speaking of that, I was looking at old pictures of uh, Audrina Balicki or whatever her name oh, yeah. is from Wonder Woman. I was like, <laughs> this looked terrible. <laughs> and I, I, I reading the synopsis where she was playing like three different people. Playing like uh, somebody, her one of her human like characters, her like little alter egos was going after Wonder Woman. I don't know what it was, but it was whack. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm glad that. If you want to see that pilot, you can go to your local Comic Con, and They'll I know they have a bootleg version there. Fifty bucks, <laughs> dang! Along with a Black Widow action figure. Yeah. Jesus Christ! I still haven't took my uh. My preacher and my oh, yeah. what's it called things out of the bag. I think it's <laughs> still in the bag in the closet, and it's not just like now nah, you put your bag down and it's sitting on the floor. Nah, this bag is like rolled up <laughs> to where you can't even like reach inside of it and pull them out. You have to untie it, oh, sitting on a man. shelf. I'm gonna pull them out eventually. That just shows you how much disrespect I have towards that Comic Con we yeah, went to. That wasn't the best. I'm really worried about next year. I might have to hit somebody up like, yo, take pictures for me so I can see before I yeah. decide if I'm going to go. <laughs> All right, funny. so Taylor Kitch, you're on punishment, sir. Moving on to the Rotten Tomatoes segment of the game. <laughs> game show. Why do I keep calling this a game? <laughs> Dang. Dang, welcome to the Leo B. Gyllenhaal game show. I mean, we could turn it into that, beat everybody mm. to the punch. I think next Drunk. week or whatever, y'all finally get that Leo B. Leo B. Liars episode. <laughs> you didn't catch that punchline, just said. I ignored it. And for two. I didn't like it. <laughs> I can bring this up on that episode. Did you hear that they're doing a Pretty Little Liars spinoff? <laughs> I just heard about it today. It's going to be on Freeform, of course. It's going to be called Pretty Little Liars, colon, Perfectionist. And it's going to be... St- <laughs> Why can't y'all just... Y'all got to go off the fact that it has a name? Yeah, I thought it was just going to be called The Perfectionist, but nah, since they had the Pretty Little Liars in there, they just won't stop. And uh, guess who from the original show is going to be on there? I hope it's not one of the, you know, more famous ones. Nope, they ain't doing it. It is Sasha Patirsi, whatever her name is, who played Allison. The one who got a little chunky throughout the seasons. Uh-oh. And the girl who played Mona. Is <laughs> Is this a was that a b- actual book? I think so. And they were in the book, them I characters. I think they, I'm gonna have to ask Milkshake. Yeah, ask her if this if all this is coming from some novel or whatever. But they said it is coming from the Perfectionist was a book. But this this town they're gonna be in is like Beach Heights or something. <laughs> I don't like the way that sounds. Was not in Pretty Little Liars. So are these two gonna move? Because they weren't necessarily close <laughs> in the show, so that wouldn't make sense. And Old girl was supposed to marry 
Emily on the show. So are they going to get divorced or split up? <laughs> but yeah, so they wasted no time. Yeah, very this odd. Up. It's going to be real crazy when I'm almost 30 years old watching it. Ooh, <laughs> I remember when they announced them Star Wars prequels and I was like, I'm going to be 11 when these <laughs> movies come out. <laughs> like, dang, I'm going to be old. <laughs> And then when they was announcing all these Marvel movies, I'm like, I'm going to be 20. And I don't <laughs> like that. Cra- I, look, I do that now. I'm like, dang, 2019, I'm going to be... <laughs> Yikes. That's crazy. Dang. Yeah, Still no. going to be young K. All right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. So for Rotten Tomatoes, we got... How many movies we got to resolve? We got At Kingsman. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I watched that episode a while now when, when uh, they were doing <laughs> I told you, Nick Cannon was, was very racist. That was... I rewound that several uh, times. It's been a while since I rewound anything that Nick Cannon has done that was funny. <laughs> like, he's cool, but being, like, rewindable hilarious, I haven't done that in forever. Now I need to know if I still got this on the DVR. That was... That funny. had... Tears coming out of my eyes. That was very racist. And LaShawn, I should give, I should go backwards and give it to LaShawn, give LaShawn McCoy punishment. It had nothing to do with movies, but his performance on that episode was, uh, oh my gosh, it was horrendous. I didn't even watch it yet. Oh my god, <laughs> it was not funny. <laughs> I mean, I'll give him credit because sometimes celebrities get on there and they don't even attempt it. Uh, he kept attempting to be funny. Shady. And was miserable. <laughs> they even made a joke at the very end about how unfunny he was because it was painful. <laughs> it was very bad. Dang. Like, oh, my goodness. All right, so <laughs> we got to resolve Kingsman, the Golden Circle, and the Lego Ninjago movie. So first up is Kingsman. So that is sitting at a, ugh, a rotten 50% on Rotten Tomatoes right now. It started out in the 70s. All right. That's crazy. People kept seeing like, trash, yeah. trash. <laughs> Trickle it down. So I said it's at the 50 right now. So me, I gave it 60%, which when I looked at that, I was like. No, oh, I must gave it something crazy. Like, they got played that movie. I thought I gave it something high. <laughs> I gave it 60%. You gave it a 67%. Lord. G- giving me the victory for that one, bumping my lead up to 22 to 14. I ain't ever going to catch up. With the Lego Ninjago movie, that is sitting at a 51% on Rotten Tomatoes. I had faith in this movie, and I gave it an 82%. <laughs> you gave it a 76%, giving you the W for that one. That's crazy. Moving. Way off. Moving the score up to 22 to 15. All right, so we got two movies for this week since I forgot to do Flatliners last week. So let's do that movie first. So what are you giving Flatliners? Now, let me... This movie, which is, I guess, a remake. Uh-huh. I didn't know that. I remember. Or I don't remember seeing it, but I remember the name of that movie. All right. This one actually ain't got a... A number that went straight to my head. Is that Jordan Sparks? <laughs> Jordan Sparks looks like uh, Alessia Cara. Like an older version of her. 
They got that same uh, outfit vibe. And they got that same light skin, curly hair. What's the car's hair even curly? <laughs> I'm just I'm giving her traits. I don't even know if she actually has. Dang, why am I struggling? All right, why are you thinking of? I'll give you mine because immediately when I thought of this movie, 33% came to my head. So I'm going with 33% for this oh, joint. You going 33%? Yeah, it really do look like a low movie. I'm well, 40. All right, 40%. Just to be in the vicinity, just in case something pop off. All right. Because so it can't be. If it's lower uh, than 33. It, it might, because it still doesn't have. I'm starting, I mean, it's obvious, but when movies don't have reviews up until yeah, the that's week. Yeah, that typically means it's going to be about like 6%. Because <laughs> they're, they're promoting American Made with its 88%. Yeah. That comes out. And they're just like, we just gonna keep flatliners to ourselves. <laughs> All right, that so you, sad. why they remake an Ellen Page? You take for you're taking forever to make movies, in. and that's what you come with. They're us not with? coming out well. <laughs> what happened to that old Ellen Page? Yeah, uh, funny. Man, the one that was doing X Men movies, I guess. Her, in, her Inception check must have been nice. You got Super that I liked. Inception, Whip It, Juno. All these movies. She's like, ain't nobody looking for a four-foot lesbianish yeah. girl to be in their movies anymore. And she ain't even young no more. But back then, yeah. it was like, look at this little young girl. Right now, ain't nobody you want you. Now, I believe she's 30. Yeah, they ain't looking for that type of actor no more. But all right, so for Flatliners, I gave it 33%. You gave it 40 Moving on to our second movie, and that is Blade Runner 2049. However you call this movie. Which comes out on October 6th with my boy Ryan Gosling, your boy Dave Bautista, your boy Jared <laughs> Leto. Yeah, I don't know who came on boy. <laughs> Directed by my boy Denis V. So what are you giving this movie? I had two numbers popped in my head. Now I have to pick which one. The first number that came to my head was 100%, but I'm biased <laughs> when it comes to movies with Goss Goss and uh, D. Do people just call it Denise? Nah. <laughs> they just call him D. He don't look like somebody you just call D. So I go lower, go high. I mean, listen to Michelle Obama. When they go low, you go high. <laughs> All right, then I'm going to listen to her 77. All right, so 77%. My low was 72. Did you ever see Blade Runner? Not, I know for sure I ain't seen it all the way through. I just saw two minutes the other day. But uh, I've never seen the movie either. I'm just going off uh, the way the movie looks, the people behind it, and I'm hoping it has a high score. I don't think uh, I think the lowest movie my boy has is like might be Enemy because that movie is a movie that be right down the middle for people. But I'm giving it an 89 percent. Okay. So for Blade Runner 2049. I'm giving it 89%, and you are giving it a 77%. And we will resolve those over the next few weeks. Keeping it pushing. We got Blu-rays for this week. Oh, yeah. I'm over here doing all kind of computer work. <laughs> Nerd. Nerd alert. Oh, Marvel's and Humans has my dropped Kroger down. Shirt. To, huh? That was trash. But uh, Inhumans has dropped down to 6%. <laughs> and I, have you been watching the Orville? Nope, which is doing phenomenally. Yeah, when I saw that first episode, I was like, what? Crazy. (laughs) 
the biggest premiere of yeah. a drama. <laughs> I don't know if that's carried over, but that opening was good. The They get right into it on the third episode with controversy. Because it has to do with transgender babies <laughs> converting them. <laughs> like, yep, this is Seth MacFarlane for you. That's nah, funny. And it's not even came out from like a funny angle. I'm going to say that. I don't think that's a comedy show. Nope, it's a drama first, comedy second. Because it's not funny. that funny. Even though I think the it was the second and third episode is when I actually started laughing more. All right, two movies. We got Transformers 15% the last night. <laughs> This is a might rent because I seen it. They say Tyrese was in it. Then I say yeah, that's what I've seen again. Tyrese was in it, so I need yeah. to watch it again to make sure he didn't have a cameo pulling up in like a Lambo or something. Yeah, speaking of Tyrese, Tyrese, please calm down because I don't want you to single handedly ruin the Fast and Furious franchise. He say something else? Nah, just that same stuff. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you talked to Dwayne Johnson yet? Yeah. And then the other movie is. The Mandy Moore film, nope. 47 Meters Down. That is also a might rent, because even though I really didn't even care for that movie, y'all like that, people seem to like it. And it might mess around and get a sequel, so maybe I... I'd That's wa- something that doesn't need to happen. Yeah. Just make a different movie. Yeah, about sharks. Dang. <laughs> and don't yeah, make Mandy- the movie from the shark's point of view. <laughs> and don't put Mandy Moore in it. <laughs> but I'd watch it if somebody else wants to watch it. That's really the only reason why. So, might rent for that one. And that's it for this week of this. Alright, so what movie you plan on or trying to see before the next episode? We want to see uh, Battle of the Sexes, but it's in such a limited release. I think it's expanding this Friday. Week. Yeah. But I looked at the theaters. It's at one right now from what I saw. Or one that I would go to. Like Gateway Out of my something? choices. It was next that I looked at. Uh, okay. So, yeah, that's what I'm trying to see. Alright, for me, if that comes out this Friday still, then that's definitely up near the top of the list. But before that, I was mad I didn't get to see Stronger over the weekend with my boy Jake Jilly. Jake Jilly. So that is the next movie I want to see. I also want to see Brad's status with Ben Stiller before that leaves the theaters around here because I can picture that happening really fast. Um, and friend, dang, I almost said something crazy. Friend request because that's that low rated film. That got like a C plus on, uh, with the cinema score. So that means audience really didn't like it. It's got a 19% on Rotten Tomatoes. So I know it's one of them probably crappy horror movies, but I just want to see it just cause. And, uh, what movies come out this week? Uh, Flatliners and American Made? Yeah, oh, yeah I, I want to see Flatliners. I want to see those, but all those other movies I said we'll put at the top of the list. Even though all these uh, good reviews for American Made has tickled my uh, intrigue a little bit. So I want to see Tom Cruise and his maybe, maybe not fake butt cheeks in the movie. I don't know. Why is that one of the something you got to bring up <laughs> as far as the movie you want to see? Did you see that? Did you see those rumors about, uh-uh. they said uh, somebody was watching, I think it was Valkyrie, and there was a scene in the movie that made it seem like he had severe butt implants or some padding. <laughs> <laughs> so it became a rumor that Tom Cruise had butt implants, and they asked him about it on, during like an interview or something, and he just said, like, I'm not enhanced or nothing. But that picture <laughs> looked crazy. <laughs> 
So, I mean, if he does got butt implants, teach his own. Uh, Nicki Minaj got him. <laughs> yeah, Nicki Minaj. Nicki Minaj, Tom Cruise, David Post. Uh, if Nicki Minaj can get him, Tom Cruise can get him. <laughs> hey, so. I just want to play this real quick, see if it pick up. <laughs> I only we're going to hear it. All I heard was. Are you running back again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if y'all don't watch Wildin' Out, y'all probably don't got MTV too, though. So. <laughs> if I was that dude, I would have <laughs> sucked. I'd have bombed, bombed the stage. You know, I left my bobs in the car. But let me let me go outside real quick since you want to have jokes, Nick. This is my cousin. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's racist. Uh, All right, this has been another episode. This has been a weird feeling episode of the <laughs> podcast. How long has it been? Hour nineteen. Hey, I mean, that last episode we did about hour. <laughs> it was hour twelve, but uh, we pushed it to an hour twelve. <laughs> but this has been another episode of the Leo B. Gyllenhaal, what you call it? It is your boy Leo Archibald, aka Young Denzel, aka O'Shea Bretz in the third, aka Slim Nady, aka Slim Pickens, aka Robert Balmain Jr., Young Caesar Christ, Baby Nate, Nady Crosby, uh, Nate Yawine, Belly Rollin', who else I is? I already said I'm him, and I am the Natesman, and I am. There's an artist named him. It's the. He ain't me, though. It's the parody of her. He's trash. <laughs> Rolly man. Joaquin Pennysworth, a.k.a. Flockle the Great. K. Pennysworth. No, no, push a K. <laughs> Kai Young, you're fixing my life. Van Zant. Kai Dollar Sign. Knife Guy. Book Engaging K. Young Black Philip, Kayanya Taylor Joy, Fossil Man the Fitbit Messiah, Terry Hightower, Sheffy K, Chorus Kojo, Station Wagon K, Chadwick Flossman, Cool Breeze, The Bald Man Bad Boy, aka Sweet Lady, Would You Be Mine? My Sweet Love for a Lifetime, I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive my sweet lady. Would you be my sweet love for a lifetime? I'll be there when you need me. Just call and receive me. By the way, Ty Dolla Sign put some bangers out. That's going to be on Beach House 3. Yeah, I've been trying not to listen to him, so when I hear that Beach House 3, yeah. it's just flames all he the way back through. Back in his Ty Dolla bag. But, um, um, is it who sucks? Is that who oh, sucks? yeah. Taylor Kish sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, He's, welcome to the squad, <laughs> Taylor. Jai Courtney sucks. Theo James sucks. Alex Rose sucks. Nat Wolf sucks. Miles Teller sucks. Do we Chingy sucks? Mm-hmm. Do we have a lady for this week? 
uh, I guess Sanaa Lathan since she was an American assassin, and I don't like her with the bangs. All right, Sanaa. <laughs> now she got the body. Sanaa Lathan sucks. Shout out to Ansel Elgar. I think he's back from out the country. <laughs> is he still? Is he still an American, or is he now? Uh, yeah, yeah he, Asian. Seem, he seems like somebody would be wilding once they come back, <laughs> like the right, the nationality that where he was at. Um. What was I about to say? Oh, yeah, I nominate the perfect guy to add to our list of movies <laughs> that we should watch on the podcast. <laughs> starring Michael Eyes and Sanaa Lathan why, and Morris. Why you call Sweet! Dang, you got nicknames for that whole cast. <laughs> Michael Eyes Ely. That's your little he nasty name, name no, you got for him. In the news recently, he uh, said, I changed my name to just no, Michael Eyes. All right, so why is this Morris Chestnut real middle name Sweet? Probably. And why do you refer to Chadwick Boseman as to chocolate? I that's don't. Just that's just something you. Nah. That is you. You made me mess around and say you. chocolate Boseman because I couldn't <laughs> think of what the name you, you called him. You call him to nah, chocolate and that's you, nasty. You release your inner self on that one. Why I didn't do you do call nothing. him to chocolate? I don't. Dang, I call mm. him by his character given name. Nah, I heard you call him. Tomoka. Whoa! <laughs> you said it. I don't see what he's trying to do is laugh it off as if this was made up by me. <laughs> him. That's what you actually call Timon when the Lion King movie comes oh, out. Oh, that's, like, that's very weird. Like, I don't know huh? why, especially because Seth Rogen is playing him in this movie. Like gonna be like Timon. Dang. Yikes. Dang. Anywho, before this turns into a 30-minute-plus-more-minute episode, you know we got to end this off with... Uh, hey, hey, yeah. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, that's the new outro. Uh, hey, hey, I was thinking hey. of, when I was at work, trying to just somehow get through the day, I was thinking of something we used to do in the podcast. I cannot remember what it was, but that we don't do anymore. There's probably a bunch of stuff that we <laughs> that just, just forgot, and it's just slowly it been some, It was like a catchphrase or something we did. I should, should go back and listen to like the first episode we did. See that rough mess? Yeah, I want to hear the, intro, the first episode. <laughs> now, did we present it as a first episode? I know it's called like the pilot. Like a TV show or something, so maybe. I have no clue. That's that's something. Now did we deep now? Now did we do an episode, a first episode that we didn't release? No, I think I did for the. Uh, oh yeah, that's that right. podcast I did, but I don't. And think I also we did. looked at something. We've been doing this for a long time. I looked mm-hmm. at something. The year was. I was like, huh? Yep, because we've been doing it for seventy plus, but we haven't did every week. We'll be <laughs> up to. I don't know how many. Okay, I'm still recording. All right, bye. <laughs>